Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 143. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Thanks for joining me again today. It's a really special episode because my guest is the one and only Megan Colwell. Megan is actually a producer on this show. Um, She has worked hard from learning how to do podcast things at all to now being a producer and being a huge part of the Social Sunshine Podcast. She's also a huge part of my membership, Small Biz Social Society. And we have even more plans to work on even more things together in the future. I'm so, so thankful for this gal. But in addition to this kind of work that I'm referring to with Megan, she also is a really talented artist. She's a wood-burning artist, and she also does that as a business. And she's coming on the show today to talk about social media marketing for artists because um, she has such good insight, and she actually does this herself for her own art business. So for her to come here and understand you artists that are listening and understand how to help you on social media is really, really cool and really special. So we are going to have a really good chat here in just a second. I just really quick want to announce to you a little uh, fun giveaway that we're doing. So starting today when this episode comes out, which is Monday, July 18th, 2022. Yes. <laughs> Lasting until the end of July. So until July 31st, 2022, we're doing a little giveaway. So we're going to give one lucky listener a ring light, like a um, personal ring light so that you can be a social media star and be well lit because we all know that lighting is everything. Um, and here's how you enter to try to win this prize from the Social Sunshine Podcast. So like I said, it's from today, July 18th, 2022, all the way until July 31st, 2022. And all you've got to do for entries is one, you've got to be following the Social Sunshine Podcast on Instagram. So it's at the Social Sunshine Podcast. Okay. So you have to be following the show. And then to get an entry, you screenshot the show, like like right now you could, right? While you're listening and it's on your phone screen, like you see, you know, my little, my little smile and the logo and all the stuff on your screen. Take a screenshot, share that into your Instagram stories and tag the show. So you would just share that image as a story and you might just say, oh, I'm really enjoying this episode today of the Social Sunshine Podcast. And you tag at the Social Sunshine Podcast. And then we'll reshare it, and we will be so grateful, of course, for you sharing about the show. But that's how you get an entry, okay? And we'll also share more details on on our social media channels just to remind you of this contest. But I just was so excited to announce it to you today because it's starting today. So if you want to win a little personal ring light for yourself, then that's what you got to do. And the more times you share about the show, the more entries you get. So take a screenshot of your phone as you're listening to whatever episode you're listening to, share it in your Instagram stories, tag at the Social Sunshine Podcast. Easy. And you can tag me too for fun if you want to at Brittany Crossing. Cool. But especially the show. That's the key. And you have to be following the show for the entire duration of the contest. Or like by the time we draw the winner, not the entire, you know what I mean? By the time we're drawing the winner, we have to know that you're a follower. (laughs) Good Lord. Okay. I think we got it. So good luck to you. Um, thank you for sharing the show and your stories. I hope that you, um, have fun with that and wishing you lots of luck in winning that personal ring light. So now I'm going to zip it because we have such good stuff to share with you, me and my team member, my honorary family member, a girl that I love and adore so much that has so much good stuff to offer all of you artists out there. Coming up next is my guest, Megan Colwell. 
Today's guest is a very special guest because not only is she here to offer up a whole lot of good information for you for social media marketing for artists, but she actually is a member of the Fun Love Media family. She's a member of the Social Sunshine Podcast family. She's now an honorary member of my family. This gal is a producer on this show, the Social Sunshine Podcast. She's also got experience in so many things when it comes to work things, all of the social media marketing things, all of the graphic design things, especially because she's also a wood-burning artist. This woman has so many talents and so much to offer you today. And a fun fact is that she lives in her camper with her husband and two dogs. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, the one and only Megan Colwell. Hey, Brittany. Hey, thank you for that. Thank you for that lovely intro. <laughs> I just wanted to be like, she's amazing, but I thought maybe I should explain a little more. Um, I'm so glad we decided to do this. So you haven't been a guest. Well, you are. Okay. This is technically the third time. You've been a guest on the show. So one-on-one though, you were one of my first guests. I mean, really at the very beginning of the show, before we did any sort of working together at all, which is so funny, right? Like (laughs) full circle, because now you're working on the show and such a huge part of the show. I, I love it. So how does it feel to be back? It feels really good. I, it's just, I've seen this lovely arc of growth when it comes to this podcast And not only that, just the incredible value that you give people in the world of social media marketing and small business. So it's, it's been wonderful to watch your journey and the journey of you helping others, honestly. Thank you. Um, And she says that we were, when we are not recording, so she speaks the truth. Um, You're so sweet to be so supportive too. Like not only are you doing great work for the show and for other things we work together on, obviously, but you're also truly like a cheerleader of the show. You're always like, oh, it's a free education. Why aren't, why aren't you listening to this show? Like Brittany's doing this and that, you know, you're just a great supportive person. So I really appreciate that. But I think that's in your nature, right? Is it? Yeah. Well, I was never a cheerleader in high school by all <laughs> means, by all means, I was, I was a huge nerd. I was in scholars bowl. Um, I was in journalism. Um, so I was never a cheerleader type, but I feel like it's in my nature to want to help and to support others um, I fi- always find it's easier to like be in that role than to be the person that's like in front of the camera or, um, so it's, I kind of have to force myself to do that side of things, but I, yeah. I, I, I'm naturally drawn to the, the supportive, helpful role types. Yeah. Well, and that's what we're, that's one of the things we're gonna talk about in a minute is, um, is you getting in front of the camera as an artist, of course, but I love, like, we've talked about this before with you and I, and hopefully this inspires somebody out there listening right now. Um, that's why you and I ended up making such a good team because we have different strengths. Like we have, we have, uh, the, the values in common and what matters deep down in the big picture of life. And that it gives you the foundation, right? But then your strengths and your talents, when they're different from your partner or team members or whatever the situation, like it's the coolest thing. Because like, if we knew only the exact same things, it would be kind of boring. <laughs> exactly. I always say that you're the lid to my pot. Oh. <laughs> like to your- we fit, we fit so perfectly together. You're, you're my lobster. Oh, oh, I love you. Um, okay. So, okay. And that, hashtag love fest. Um, <laughs> let's, move, let's move on from our love fest. So everybody can actually get some education here. Sorry guys, but we had to have a moment. Um, so I want to just dive in. We didn't plan these questions out because we're so good at talking things out. And I just wanted it to be a casual conversation and you just speak from the heart to talk about doing social media marketing things as an artist, because like I mentioned, everybody in Megan's intro, she is also a wood burning artist. Um, which is a really big part of her life and really important. And she's making money at that. Like it's also a business. So it's a lot of things to her. And so you're on social media showing up for that too. So you're doing your other work stuff and your art and promoting your art. Yeah. So first tell us, let's, let's just rewind. Tell us when you really started the wood burning arts um, adventure as a business. And then when you started really talking about it more on social media, that's a great question. I started wood burning in general, which is actually called pyrography for those that don't know. It's like the word, it's like the word photography with pyro instead. So I started in 2012 and I just did it as a hobby, um, just as a way to, you know, mental, mentally like 
express myself, escape from the world, be present in the moment. And then fast forward to 2017, my husband lost his job and I, we just didn't know how we were going to pay the bills. And a friend of mine was like, just start selling your wood burning art. And I was like, no, you know, that's, that's for me, that's private. And she, she literally said to me that I was doing a disservice to the world if I didn't put my art out there. And that was like mind blowing. So I started, I opened an Instagram account and a Facebook business page in 2017. And um, at first, like she was just helping me with it because I just wasn't comfortable with social media. Um, I had not actually been on social media for about five years up to that point um, at all. So I was just feeding her like pictures and videos and kind of telling her captions. And so, then, wait, hang on, pause. Somebody was helping you with your social media yes. in 2017, yet now you help other people with their social media. This is amazing. Okay, sorry. I love yes, it. Yes, yes. Talk about full circle. Um, and then it got to the point where like I became more comfortable with it and she got busy. And so I started managing, I started managing it myself. Um, and then I guess I just got lucky in that wood burning was so niche and it had just started like taking off in popularity on platforms like Pinterest. So the algorithm kind of picked me up and picked up my content and I joined, um, a club called burn club, which was like a very small group of us who were just hardcore obsessed with wood burning and, you know, made Instagram friends with them. And we were sharing each other's content and it just took off from there. I started doing art shows and craft shows and custom orders and, um, just making content along the way. And I've been really blessed in that it's grown and, my community is there and I have a lot of friends there. It's, it's great. Okay. This is so cool. I love that. I did. I thought I knew so many things about you. I love how I'm always learning new stuff that you had actually had help with your social media before, because you're just so fantastic at it, which anybody out there that's already following you knows that. Um, okay. Okay. So let's, so, okay. So you're, you're doing the thing you're sharing. It's starting to grow. Um, all the things are happening. You're starting to sell some things and all that. Yeah. So what, what was like, was there ever, how do I put this? Was there ever a point kind of in the middle there where you had like any sort of a moment where you were like, Ooh, I want to push harder. Or did you hesitate on the social media marketing? You know what I mean? Like, did you have a moment in time where you made an intentional decision to be hardcore on your marketing or no? Did you just kind of go with the flow? I think once you start getting I don't want to say validation, but it it is a form of validation in the form of comments and likes. And I started realizing, I want to say about a year into it, that people wanted to see my art and they were also curious about the craft of wood burning. And then I was like, oh, wow, I could, I could help them and we could help each other. And you and I have talked about this separately. When I was younger, I did not have many friends. (laughs) Again, I was a huge geek. Um, uh, thankfully I've had a glow up. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Totally. (laughs) Um, and so it it felt really good to like find like-minded people who like enjoyed what I enjoyed and wanted to talk about the craft that I was so passionate about. So that was when I think I started ramping up creating content because I realized, oh, wow, there's an audience and there's people behind these social media handles um, that are real people, you know, and and most of them now are, are literally real life friends. So it was, I would say about a year into it, recognizing there was comments and there was people who wanted to see it and seeing what worked and creating more of that. And then it just grew. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. So before we start digging into the nitty gritty of the actual social media marketing and and getting detail on that, I want to ask you something that just came to my mind. I think it's important because I know that you, and you just mentioned some of some things along these lines about, um, meeting other people that do similar things, right? Maybe, you know, everybody's a little bit different from each other. Of course, we're all unique snowflakes, but, um, and really collaborating, supporting, sharing each other's stuff, meeting each other in real life, becoming friends, all the stuff that you have done with people that do similar 
very similar, almost the exact same kind of like art, right? As you, can you speak to that and how that, that has benefited you? Because I think that a lot of people are scared to, or hesitant to collaborate with people that do similar work to them in any industry, because it feels like you're supposed to be competition, you know? Really, I, there is that, that popular hashtag community over competition. And I definitely have found that in the wood burning community. And now even in your community, small biz social society, I always say we, it is not about competing with one another. There is enough business for every single one of us out there. And if I can help someone be successful And if I could help someone get four, five, hell, even a hundred custom orders, I'm going to do that. And then sometimes it's not even about helping them make money. Sometimes it's about helping them um, feel confident about themselves and, or even have that mental health outlets to find their own peace of mind. So I just think it's so much bigger than like the capitalistic world puts upon us because there's business for every single one of us. So I am never against helping someone, um, giving them links to tools or art supplies. I mean, because honestly, the pool of business that all of us can find success in is much bigger than we limit ourselves to believe. Ah, Okay, good. I'm so glad I asked you that. I knew you'd have a good answer for it. It's important and it's important to anyone listening in any industry, but I love that you've experienced it in in yours specifically, or actually in a couple of places that you're in. So, okay, sweet. Thank you for that. So let's dig into the actual, like your process of, of creating your content for social media, because I think that just people just literally just hearing how you do your thing is going to be so helpful for someone who's trying to decide how to get their artwork more visible and everything on social. So do you have a strategy or do you have like things you like more than you don't? I know you're doing a lot of reels on Instagram. You're on TikTok. Can you just like speak to, to what you got going on right now? Bottom line, it's, it's become working in social media into my existing lifestyle. Before I used to get really frustrated that I would, you know, have to set aside time to create social media content. And now I just, if I'm making art, if I'm making a custom order, you know, I I just have to shoot as I'm doing it because if I make it like it's this separate thing, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) So like today is a perfect example. You know, I have makeup on and my hair is brushed. So after this, I'm going to probably shoot two or three reels. And perhaps some of you are already familiar with the idea of batching, but I will batch content. I will shoot three, four, hell, even a dozen reels at one time and just put on four or five outfits and, you know, just have that in my little pool of stuff to post later, but definitely working it in. Um, But it's still awkward. It's still awkward having to stop making art or like pull your phone out and, and shoot yourself wood burning a line or or painting a, a piece or shooting a time lapse. Um, it's a skill, it's a practice and it's frustrating, but it's also just what you have to do in today's market to get exposure. Right. Well, I'm glad you said it's a skill and it's a practice. So that's it. I was actually going to ask you about that and get like super, super detailed on this because a lot of your videos, which I'm sure a lot of artists listening, um, know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you really are, we're seeing your hand work. We're literally, and and depending on, you know, there's all kinds of art where someone might be making something we can literally see up close. Like, is that, you said it's a skill and it's a practice. And did, did that just take time to know? I mean, know like literally what angle I should kind of point my phone at and things like that. Yes. Yes. I've definitely, I experiment a lot with it. I've, I've handheld my phone with my left hand and wood burned with my right. Um, and then I get really close, but then I also use things like a ring light and different phone holders to get different angles. Natural lighting is huge. Um, but people, especially in the world of artist social media marketing, they love to see the process of it. They love to see behind the scenes. And prior to, I would say 2020, it was all about just sharing the pictures and the final artwork, but now the audience wants to see the process. They like yeah. that. Yeah, you're, you're right. I enjoy, um, 
seeing the process and, and I, I'm not a fellow artist. Like I, so you're right. Like that's appealing to all kinds of viewers to, to take mm-hmm. that in. So as, as kind of a pain in the butt as it can be to, have to document, like while you're doing your thing that used to probably be kind of sort of like a meditation moment for you. Right. And now you're having to fucking film all this shit. Um, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's really beneficial to the the viewer, but I want to hear about also how it's been beneficial to your business. Like when did you start to feel like, okay, wow. So like sharing these videos of the process, people are really liking this. Like, did you start to people commenting on it or what, what happened with that? I think it was just once the views started going up, once reels came out and I started getting, you know, instead of a hundred, a couple hundred people, thousands of people looking at it, I was like, Oh, it, it was this eye opening moment of, okay, this is the content people want to see. Um, and that was when I started making more of it. But at the same time, I was like, obviously I have a nine to five job and I just wasn't pumping out a lot of art. So then I started like breaking up videos. I started repurposing old art videos because at that point I had been making art on social since 2017. And so I started doing compilation things. I started doing throwback Thursdays. So I was posting more, but I wasn't making art more, if that makes sense. So yeah, I can, I continue to see, to see success on social with social media marketing as an artist, because my consistency went up and my post rate went up, but I was actually not really changing my workload. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's really cool. You were working smarter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, and then as you post to reels, your content's being shown to people outside of your current following. So it's like, why not repurpose that old content and just leverage the stuff you've already made and just get it seen in front of new eyes. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah. Big social media tip right there is especially over time. Like you said, you look back and you're like, wow, I've been doing this for years. I have all of this footage and like, sorry, but the people that like the thing I posted eight months ago, like most people aren't going to remember that I used a part of that video. Like, I think that's something people get caught up in in general, right. With social media marketing is like, well, but I used part of that video before it. It's okay. <laughs> it is okay. I, I'm not like, don't be afraid to like share something again. Don't be afraid to repeat yourself. That's the heart of marketing is you, you see the same commercial 20, 30, 50,000 times. So why are we as artists like, oh, it has to be something new. It doesn't. Sometimes there's a new trending audio. Sometimes there's a new post time that's performing better. Just repost it. No one's going to call you out on it. Right. And if if they do, fuck them. Yeah. We don't need that kind of negativity in our life. (laughs) Also, you could call them a fan because clearly they remember every fucking thing that you did. Amazing. Um, Okay. So, okay. So that's cool. That gives some people ideas and like get their gears turning on how to actually start approaching filming themselves and, and putting things together for social media for their, um, for their art. But I also want to ask you, cause I think this is fun. And I think a lot of artists really probably relate to you on this is your videos that you make about the industry and about being an artist. And a lot of times you use humor in that. And I know recently I've seen some videos where you're like, yeah, okay. So we're like artists and now we have to freaking be like these filmmaking marketers <laughs> when that's yes. not what we intended to do as artists. So can you speak to that? And what made you decide to start making these videos that are just like speaking to people in your industry and relatable stuff? Yeah, for sure. It's not in an artist's nature to stop the creative process and shoot social media content. It's awkward. It's weird. Um, there's a huge learning curve, not only that, but we always feel like the algorithm's constantly changing and we're fighting an uphill battle. But recently I saw a presentation from Brett Shuford and he said, and this completely resonated with me, that there is a message in the mess. And so I started reflecting on, you know, I'm just going to tell people the truth (laughs) about how frustrating this is and just because it is so frustrating, but at the same time, it's also funny and it's no one, everybody's having the same thoughts about reels and about Instagram updates and, um, what's performing better. And, you know, the rat race of it all. And I'm like, let's just 
bring the rat race to life. Let's just talk about what's pissing us off right now and just have this, you know, group vent session about it and, you know, hopefully feel better afterwards and maybe be inspired. And, and the thing is, is there's so much to talk about with the frustration of social media marketing as an artist. And so I just bring it to light and I make fun of it and everybody's feeling the same thing. And it's kind of fun because you don't feel alone. Um, yeah, I really enjoy that part of it. You're really, really good at that part of it, but you're, but I think you're especially good at it because you also are doing the work. So you're not out here spreading negativity and complaining. You're, you're twisting it in a way of like making it where it's just relatable chat. We're going to, we're going to talk to each other about our troubles and, and, but then you still show up on Instagram and still work toward bettering your Instagram. Like to me, that's what's respectable about the whole thing, because it's not, it's, it's like, okay, let's talk about the bullshit. Yeah. This happened. Oh my God, this glitch on Instagram. This is Mm -hmm. so annoying. And now let's get back to work and do our thing and keep and you keep inspiring people. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's your thing is you're relatable and you're inspiring artists to keep going. Oh, thank you for saying that. I certainly don't want there to be a disconnect between how I am in real life and how I am on social media. So, and that's what I think I like about just the authentic, raw, let's talk about the shit videos. But then I'm also doing the making of videos and I'm also still sharing my, my final pictures in a carousel and I'm still sharing my sale and my Instagram stories. But I would say 80 to 90% of it is just fun as if you're sitting on my camper porch with me and you're right here making art with me and we're just shooting the shit together that's cool that's really cool and that's not easy to do for most people at first do you think that for you um, or even for a long time some people you never know it depends on the person to be um so authentic and just genuine on social media do you think that that's something for you that come came naturally or do you think that it was something you got better at over time Definitely got better at over time for a very, very long time. Probably my first 500 to 600 posts on social media. I did not show my face. I just showed my hands. I just showed the art. I didn't even have my picture as my uh, profile picture. I just had my logo because, <laughs> you know, I didn't want people to, to see me. And then once I just got the balls to show my face and then people were like, oh, and then telling people more about my life and about, you know, what I'm drinking in the morning or what I'm drinking at night, whiskey, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, then I started seeing it resonating more, start connecting more. And the more connections you create on social, the more people comment, like direct message you through Insta stories, the more that tells the algorithm that they want to see your content. So it's very beneficial, I was finding out, to post those more personal things, create those more resonating, silly, seemingly, you know, arbitrary things, posts, you know, work well for me. Um, And yeah, but it was very difficult to do that. And then, and then I just started, because I was just trying to keep up with the rat race of it all. I was posting videos without makeup on and without my hair done and, you know, just shooting something randomly on a Sunday morning. And then I was finding that the post I didn't try on performed better. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure, right? Because I think everybody's sitting there with their phone in their hand without makeup on and their hair in a messy bun, you know, and then you're starting to really resonate with people because they see you through that, you know, they see themselves through you, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And um, if I can kind of be the quote unquote, every woman or quote unquote, every artist, I like that. I like that character. Um, but it's really not a character. It's really just me, uh, being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a version of yourself. I mean, it's, you right. know, we, we all have different sides and different parts of us and you're letting that one shine when you're doing that, which is great. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about Small Biz Social Society. I created this mastermind membership back in 2020 because I wanted to help as many ambitious entrepreneurs as possible shine on social media. This amazing community is going strong and is filled with smart, creative, and fun members that are all rising up together. 
Small Biz Social Society members get access to a huge catalog of social media, online marketing, and business education led by guest experts and yours truly. And we add new classes and resources every single month. A member favorite is definitely our monthly power hour chat where members join me in a live Zoom call to have a business powwow. It's so fun and the support is priceless. This membership is your one-stop shop, your main resource for online marketing and business guidance. And at just $18 per month, it's a steal. You don't have to do this alone. We're ready to welcome you with open arms. For more information, head to smallbizsocialsociety.com. Yeah. Um, okay. I would love to know a, like how much business basically you think you get from social media. Like, do you get a, a good amount, a medium amount? Well, I mean, I know the answer to this. I just want you to share yeah. with everybody and we can dig into that and how you think it helps your business. For three years, my income as an artist was basically non-existent. I was doing art and craft shows and I was maybe making a couple hundred dollars every quarter. If that I was selling on Etsy. Um, and then, and I like to call this a pandemic positive (laughs) after 2020, everybody started watching stuff and it, the world kind of went the total opposite way of what we thought was going to happen. People started investing in small businesses and wanted to support us because they, they knew the struggle and they didn't want that side of the world to go away, which thank God. So even though like art shows went away during that time and craft shows, um, I started doing much more custom art. And then I was like, well, I'm going to open up a Patreon and see if people want to like, quote unquote, join my membership and see more of like, see even more content, even more um, get even more tips from me that are curated to them. Um, and it just, it's taken off. So after 2020, I started making money monthly as an artist and then repurposing that into social media content. And now I, because of social media marketing, I am booked out with custom orders through the fall of this year. And I'm making money every single month. I'm making, I mean, I, a couple hundred, if not upwards of a thousand dollars a month, just from, you know, making art and posting it on social. And I, I attribute that all to social media. Like I'm not doing any ads. I am not doing boosted Instagram stories. None of that. Um, it's literally all coming from social media marketing. People just liking what I'm posting, liking me as a person and wanting to support me. And yeah, it's crazy. That's amazing. It's so surreal. Is it? I was going to ask you how it feels. Is it, is it still just wild to think about? Yeah. I always have to like, I'm like, is this real life? I feel like, <laughs> like, it, I, I don't know. Cause when I was a little girl, I was selling wood art at the end of my driveway to the male lady and the dog catcher. And if I, that little girl would be so fucking proud of where I'm at. Yesterday I was down um, at the main area of our campground here and I was finishing up a custom order and these two little girls came up and they were just in awe that I was a professional artist and that I sold my art and, you know, that's who I'm doing it for. You know what I mean? Like you, they, they can be an artist someday too. And it, to, to, to be that cool person for that little kid, I don't know. It, it's, it's a wonderful feeling for me. And it's, it's really one of the reasons I keep going and trying to be authentic and putting my real self out there and putting my real art out there and sharing the mistakes, sharing the messes. Um, even though it's difficult for me, it's helping others. And so that's what feels good. Right. Oh, that's so sweet. And it's, um, you got to do that, right? Especially whenever you're doing stuff in, in your passion that's um, led with so much heart is to like go to those deeper reasons of why, why you're doing it, why you started, what inspired it for the, you know, all the, all that stuff to kind of keep you going. Right. And that's actually kind of leads into my next question is when it comes to social media marketing for your art, but also your art business in general, what does keep you going? Like, can you get, okay, hang on. Let me, let me reword that <laughs> to somebody that needs that encouragement right now. Cause you just gave a great example of what keeps you going, but what would you say to that person that's getting discouraged? That's like, Oh, I don't want to post all these things on social media. Oh, I'm never going to make any money from my art. Like what are your grand words of wisdom? Is it <laughs> keep going? What is it? <laughs> 
you never know what's going to take off. You never know when that next opportunity is. And so consistency is a very boring answer, but it comes down to doing it as often as you can, as consistent and authentically real as you can. Because I have posts from weeks and months ago that are taking off because for whatever reason, some influencer used that audio and all of a sudden it's linking to my old post and that post is getting a ton of views now. And it just, you never know what, what's, what opportunity is going to come from it. I mean, I've gotten opportunities to be in local magazines and, you know, in opportunities like this to be on your podcast. And it's just, you, you have to work towards the, the possibilities and you have to think about your goal and the ultimate, the big, big picture, the ultimate dream of it all. I, I hate to use the term like manifestation and, um, but I straight up manifest myself and envision this life of myself of being a full-time artist. Cause like, how cool would that be to wake up every morning and, and all you're doing is making art because you love art and you have something to say in this world and you have something to show in this world. Like that's a cool, that's a cool dream to do. And your dreams aren't going to happen if you don't take action. So for me, the social media side is the action part is you have to, people have to see it. They have to see what you're making. They have to see what you're doing. They have to see what you're about. And if they don't, if you don't post, they're not, they're not going to see it. Right. And isn't, isn't that funny? I've talked about that with just in general with social media marketing. It's like, if people don't know what the hell you're doing, then what it's not (laughs) like nothing's going to happen, you know, if you're trying to like sell a thing and it's so true. And it's so interesting how that is so simple and so obvious really when we just have this conversation, but for some reason, so many people get caught up in whatever and forget that people don't know about their thing. And even if they did know once upon a time, they may have forgotten. And it's not about you. It's about them. People are busy with their lives. I mean, like, like you were talking about earlier, you know, seeing the same commercial over and over and that sort of thing. Like there's a reason for things like that when it comes to marketing, when you have to remind people that you're there. And what if it's like a special time for them? Like you, what you do, a lot of the stuff that you make is very special to people. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you, you made something for me, for my dog that passed away in um, 2017 and so many people that you're doing work for, right? Well, what if the timing was just off before when they saw your content, but now they're reminded, oh, that's right. Megan can do ABC, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I think we get bogged down by the frustration of social media, especially if you're not seeing the followers and you're not seeing the high views, you just get really, really pissed off about it. But the only thing that's hurting is your own success. Right. And you have to, you have to push past it and you just have to post the damn video and you never know. Like when I, if I'm, if I post a making of real of me doing a memorial pet portrait, it might just be the right timing for that person who has just lost their, their dog right, or their pet. And then, and then that prompts something. So Again, you just, you just never know. And so you you put it out there into the void and you hope for the best and you try all the strategies and you try all the things, but if you're not trying the things, nothing's going to happen. Right. Exactly. And it can be scary, but Hey, it's okay. Most people don't always know what they're doing, even though big dog professionals. So it's fine. Um, okay. So, okay. So let's give out some advice to a beginner, um, somebody that is not a beginner artist necessarily, maybe, you know, but beginner at social media marketing for their art. And they are maybe feeling overwhelmed. And like you said about yourself, even, you know, not super comfortable about being on camera and all the things, what would be your words of advice to just get started? Like say they want to get started on Instagram and show their art. Um, what do you think? What should, how should they get started? How many posts? I mean, get as detailed as you want. For me, a a consistent workflow is about three posts per week. And all of those posts are not art. I choose three to four things that I can talk about regularly. So for me, I talk about being an artist. Um, 
And sometimes that's in the form of a reel with, you know, me being on camera. Sometimes I will turn a meme into a video through a platform like Canva and I'll turn that into a reel and put trending audio to it. So, and then sometimes I'm repurposing old content. So it's finding that workflow that works for you. Um, they say the more you post, the the more reach you can get, but that leads to burnout. So really experiment with how, how consistent can you be and what that level is for you. But again, working it into your lifestyle and your own workflow, you don't want to be going against the grain. You don't want to be doing TikTok dances if you're not a TikTok dancer. Um, but you, it doesn't have to be, okay, I did one video about this one piece of art. Like you can break that shit up. You could show the first part of it, of you sketching. You could show a, a five second reel of you just doing a very detailed portion. Um, and then you can later on, you can, you can do a time-lapse and then you can even do a slideshow of like all your videos. So it's just in the very beginning, thinking about it in like such smaller portions, you're working on one project and you're working on that one project for a month, but you could have 30 videos of that one thing that's showing different aspects of it. You could even have a video talking about the inspiration behind it. Um, you know what I mean? And so I think just breaking it down and taking it into smaller bites because social media is so bite-sized right now. You don't, right. it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be this big production. It does not have to be this highly edited, beautiful video period. Right. Like people don't even like that curated shit anymore. Like you could put a super raw video out there and it will, and it could take off. Right. Okay, cool. That's good. And then talk about, um, you mentioned this briefly, like that you're not, you're talking about several different things. You're not only showing videos of your art or the art in progress. Um, what about, how do you feel like basically the, talking about other things, your things in your life has helped it? Do you feel like that? I mean, that makes people more connected with you as an individual, right? Yeah, I think defining three or four things that you constantly rotate through your content is easy and things that you like to talk about and things that are on brand for you. I know we say that a lot, but you know, I live in a camper. I'm a wood burning artist. I'm from Kansas City. I have dogs and I drink whiskey. And I talk, I mean, honestly, that's five posts a week right there. That's, you know, two or three stories a day right there. Um, just defining what that is for you that you can constantly talk about and feel comfortable talking about without the stress of it. You just, you like talking about it, you know? Um, and by posting things that you like and things that mean a lot in your world, you'll find your people, you'll find your community through that. Right. Right. For sure. Okay. Before we go, I want to ask you one more thing about your, um, business in general. So besides social media marketing, which has obviously benefited your art business a lot, what else has helped you propel forward as an artist going into business? Have you had to do mindset shifts? Have you had to work on your confidence? Have you had to do you journal? Like what are things that you truly feel have attributed to um, selling more of your art and growing that business? Yeah, that's a really great question. I think it comes down to, I do a lot of meditating. I do a lot of manifestation, visualization practices first thing in the morning. And that's helped me reflect on this one question. Does it bring me joy? So I no longer accept custom orders that are not my subject matter that I don't like making. And thankfully I have the social media community behind, you know, they have my back. I can be like, I can't do this portrait for you, but I know someone who's an expert or creating those boundaries of I'm booked right now, but I know someone who could help you out. And I think that's the, the, you know, the part B of why I love social media community and, and not making it a competition and this whole like capitalistic gain thing, um, because I can reach out to those people, but I no longer, if it's going to like stress out my workload for the week or the month, 
or if it's something I don't like doing or I don't like making, I'm just not doing it anymore. Like so many people have an Etsy shop. I'm not doing that shit anymore. Um, I just, you know, I'm just, I'm literally leaning into the things that bring me joy because as an artist, so many of us are doing this as a side hustle. We all still have a nine to five. And so if you're doing this in your free time, you want that free time to be happy time and time that's meditative and time that is actually replenishing your creative juices, not taking away from it. So, and that even goes into your social media stuff. Don't, don't be making shit. You don't want to make, you know, make stuff that's in line with your life, not only as your art, but as your content and just, you'll find, you'll find the people you'll find the success eventually. Right. Okay. So I, I know I said I have one more question, but actually, <laughs> two I actually more questions. like one or two more questions. So <laughs> you just said something that made me think. So you're like, I'm not doing that shit anymore, but there's some people that are, um, and maybe are, are, um, have, I hate to say less boundaries. Cause that sounds like a bad thing, but like, you know, that aren't, aren't being as picky that are doing like, right. Cause we all know there's a season for that. Right. Usually. Oh yeah. At the beginning of something, so at the beginning of your art business, maybe you are doing things that's not maybe ideal, and maybe you don't even know that they're not ideal, right? Like if you're just starting out, like you're just trying shit and trying to do stuff. So, do you believe that? How do you feel about somebody that's like, well, but Megan, I I am in that season. Like, is that okay? Do you recognize that there's that beginning phase, and then you have to kind of start to shift and do better for yourself? Or oh yeah, I mean I everybody has got to go through that process. I mean, I had fucking bills to pay. So I was making shit just because I had the skill set and I had the tools and I had the materials and, you know, I had to get groceries that week. There's no shame in that. You, all of us have taken jobs we don't want to do, you know? And so I, that was definitely part of the process. You have to do the things that are shitty for you to realize that they're shitty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's like some of the best life advice ever. You have to do the things that are shitty so you can learn the things that are shitty. I love no, that's amazing. Well, I just wanted to make sure and mention that because I've, 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 I recognize the phases of a process. And so it's good to like, let that person know that's listening. Like, it's okay. I've been there. You're doing what you have to do. And then, but you you, you, at some point you want to kind of graduate. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're all going to go through this season of survival before we can get to the thrive stage. Nice. Yeah. And even when you get to the thrive stage, there's going to be crappy times. I mean, we are fixing your life today because that is life. That is life advice. I love it. Life advice. Okay. Okay. For real. One more question. Okay. Um, (laughs) um, talk about, um, I, balancing or splitting up time or whatever, juggling, um, your art business. And we can say nine to five or job or whatever the hell it is that everybody wants to call it. Um, because like you said, that's really common. And when you said that, I thought, you know, we have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so many of us are like, oh, we have this craft and hobby and we're going to turn it into a business. Um, but it, it takes, it takes that time and dedication. So I, I've dedicated every single weekend to my craft and to my artistry business. So from Monday through Friday, I'm working my main job that's paying the bills and the rent and stuff. And then I try to get one project done a weekend. So when I book out my custom orders, I do four custom orders a month thereabouts. Cause I, I find if I start Friday after I clock out, And then I work until, (laughs) this is going to sound so bad, but I work until Sunday night, um, usually until about 7 PM and I'm not, it's not all day. It's not that whole time, but I'm dedicating a couple of hours every single weekend day to my projects. Um, and then of course, shooting content as I go. And then once a month, I'll be shooting the content. That's just like the funny reels. And then once a month, I'm spending an hour or two making my memes, um, So all in all, I just, I dedicate my weekends to it. And some people are weekend warriors like me. I don't have kids. Um, I'm passionate about wood burning, so I can dedicate my weekend, but maybe you can only dedicate one weekend to it and that's fine, but leverage your time 
to incorporate the, the marketing side of it. I know it's frustrating and I know it's hard, but if you want to scale that business, if you want to get more orders, people have to see your shit. So for me, it was, I'm a weekend warrior and I hate that term. And I'm kind of want to throw up that I said it, but, uh, no, but it's good. I'm so glad you're being so honest. I mean, I, I work on the weekends too. So whatever it is, what it is, these are confessions now. Um, like it's okay. And it's, and it's it's because you're choosing that and you said it's a passion. You, yeah, you want to, (laughs) it, it, it does not feel like work on the weekends. I'm lo- I look forward to it because I'm choosing projects that I want to do right now. I'm doing this like really cool, huge bat piece with like three bats flying. And it's just, you know, every, and I work with cool people who are just like, be creative, have fun with it. And I do have fun with it. And I am very grateful to have customers that are cool like that and appreciate art. And, you know, I, but I've worked with the shitty people who are like, you know, want this, this, and this. And I'm, so now I, I see those people from a mile away and I'm like, no, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. Yeah. Okay. That's great. So these are all examples of how you're kind of curating your own experience as, as an artist that's in business. And Mm -hmm. as someone that also holds a position in during the week, I mean, it's, it's, Perfect. No, I'm so glad that you were so honest about that. Um, and like you said, everybody figures out how it works for them, but, um, that's how it works for you. And it's just like anything else. Like if you don't, if you don't put forth the consistent effort in all the ways, then it probably won't thrive the way it could. And if you do want it to be a hobby, right. And it's okay, then, then let it be a hobby. But if you want it to be a business, you probably need to like get it together and kind of have some sort of a system the way that you you do. Yeah. You organize yeah. I, I do look at it as a business, but it's a business that thrives on my passion and it's a business I, I want to grow. So it, it doesn't feel like work because I just enjoy it so damn much. Right. Okay, cool. I think we, um, solved a bunch of artists problems and, <laughs> and world problems. Um, this was, ther- this was therapy. <laughs> Um, okay. Please tell everybody how they can find you and your art on social media, the interwebs everywhere. <laughs> yes. So I'm most active on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at happy camper KC. That's happy with an I and the KC on the end stands for Kansas city represents. So at happy camper KC, and it could also be found on TikTok by that handle as well as Facebook. Okay, y'all better go follow Megan and um, we, the, the we're Social Sunshine podcast team, will make sure that that's in the show notes, of course. <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, yes. I will make sure that's in the show notes, guys. So check it out. I love it. Thank you so much for recording with me today, babe. This has really been good, really helpful. Yeah, it's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.